We are the curtain walls, we are the next generation. We are the curtain walls, the next generation. We are the curtain walls, we are the next generation. Toast and peanut butter this morning. Toast and peanut butter. Start the morning toast and peanut butter. It's not the morning song. Well, my toast is mangled. My mangled toast that I poorly packed in the bottom of my Dollarama bag. They're still in the toaster. There's hot water. I'm gonna have a hot water. I'm gonna have a hot water. I'm gonna simmer. It's 10 10 in the morning. It's February 11th, which is the official birthday of my, my only sibling, my little brother who I beat him into the world, but he beat me out of the world, so to speak anyway. As my mama likes to say, people don't, you don't leave the world in the order that you came into it. That is not the way of life. And as I look out the window at the tamarack, which is also a larch tree, my mind scrolls back to family, larch, crescent, where we lived. Ah, <sighs> yep. So that's the kind of day it is. I don't know, that's not necessarily gonna shape this edition of Solitary Confinement. Uh, he was on, he was featured as well in yesterday's edition. But it's, it's nice to reflect, it's nice to reflect. It's nice to think of Australia as the Nova Scotia ferry glides past my window over the uh, a manageable pile of dishes in the sink. Yes, it's my kitchen sink window that the ferry trawls back and forwards in front of. It's my kitchen sink window that the Bay of Fundy flatlines on the horizon. Hmm. The glacial pond out back. Thanks for listening again, that little Castro here. It's minus seven or it was, it might even be colder now. It was minus seven when I last checked here. Oh, it's minus five now, okay, maybe it's, okay. I guess it's warming up a little. But last night, last night was pretty cold. Last night I expended quite a few sticks of wood. The most sticks of wood I've expended this winter. Want to come down? Oh, you just gonna it yourself? Okay. Just gonna stand like that for a while. Castro's half off the couch, half down. I don't know if she wants help or not. She's been doing it herself a lot lately. I'm encouraging that. Oh, here she goes. Look at that. She does it herself. Here, let me give you some rub. Yeah, you're stiff. I'm sure you're stiff. Oh, look at this, eh? 
Uh, Castro rouses. We're on a schedule. She either wants to go out or she's tricking me. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's go. Oh, my ghost is gone. Let's go. Oh, she's tricking me. Yeah. I think Castro likes to trick me. I believe she tricked me yesterday, too. I think she's tricking me every single day. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. My toast is popped. I'm gonna apply some peanut butter. Uh, had a great day writing again this morning. Another great day writing. Three in a row now. Three solid days of writing where I've been happy with the writing, happy with the progress. So I'm going to spend a bit of time working on my real estate article this afternoon. I'm really enjoying that writing. It's, I just love writing. I just love writing. I love being, I love, I love writing. Hey Castro, what a little baby. Here's a nice big gooey peanut butter slab for you. The best piece of the whole sandwich. Mmm. Hmm. So last night. What's my 24 hours? Well, yesterday, I'm not going to jog today. I jogged yesterday. So I'm just going gonna to be a little more sedentary today. Um, but I'm going to continue my rituals. I'm going to continue talking to you, my therapist in solitary confinement in the digital age. We've talked about how it's a work of fourth cinema, and it actually occurred to me the whole time I've been saying it's not cinema, it's not cinema. But today it occurred to me, possibly this is cinema, possibly this is solitary confinement in the digital age might become a documentary film. I don't see why not. A documentary film of fourth cinema. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway. Right now. It's a podcast. That is my therapist. I still haven't found a way, a word for a podcast that is a therapist. Theracast? What about a couch cast? A couch cast? How about a couch cast? How about a couch cast? Is a podcast that the person, yeah, that's my term, couch cast. Does it exist? It's a podcast that the podcaster is doing for personal therapy reasons. That's a form of fourth cinema. February 11th. 
2021. Hmm. He would have been 42. 42 years old. <clears throat> he made it to 28. So, 14 years. Yep, 14 years. This peanut butter toast is hitting the spot. The sun's shining. I feel if I expend logs, like I've got about the amount of logs I have left, which is why I'm not, there's no fire on right now. Because the amount of logs I have left, I think I got about, I'm hoping it's not a super long winter. I'm hoping the winter's not just beginning. Because that will make me have to do something about it. I'm trying to squeeze through this winter on the amount of logs I have less. Last night I probably used about nine logs. Which was, that's a record. I've been doing like, that's a record for this time. Before I just go through them like nothing. When I had that big giant cord of wood that my neighbors left me. I just throw them in all night long. I just, my, my room was just baking. I was walking around. It was like minus 20 or 5 outside. And I was in bare feet and no shirt in my kitchen. Just pounding it out. That was great. I'm going to do that again someday. Castro's getting a little hungry. Fresh water. Now get your toppings. One thing about sobriety I'm remembering, I've forgotten about last time I stopped drinking, I remember now, is that I get along with my dog. Not that I get along, we get along, it's that I enjoy her. I enjoy her so much more. I enjoy your company so much more. Like we just, we're hanging out more. It's just more like, it's not just me inside my shimmering cavern of inebriation my dog staring at me from the outside you know it's a deeper relationship but i need this because castro's she's she's i don't know speaking of you don't always know i'm trying to remember for the longest time i thought joe had never met castro but now i'm this in my last notebook hookam nama i uncovered a few pieces of information it suggests maybe I did have Castro when Joe, maybe did Joe did meet Castro at Christmas time when he was here. Huh. The last Christmas up on Mount Archer. The last Christmas we spent up on Mount Archer. That was Christmas. I remember the day he came back from Canada. He'd gotten the job. In the Australian Army, he came back to Rocky, and on that day, the day he had, he was not drinking at the time. Joe was totally sober, not drinking. He didn't suggest a drink, and I didn't dare suggest we go for drinks, although I was dying to, but uh, I didn't. And they had this thing on in Rocky called the Symphony of Fire, 
where everyone goes down to Tanuba, which is the river that goes through Rockhampton. And everyone goes to Tanuba and sits there and the sky is just ignited. It was a magical, it was an actual, I don't know how much they spent on this fireworks display, but it was a serious display of fireworks. Like Joe and I could not believe it. And of course Joe was, Joe was delighted. He was beaming and he was pretending that it was, uh, we were pretending that it was that the city of Rockhampton had organized this to honor him, to welcome him back into the community. <laughs> it was just, we were, we spent the whole time laughing. We were laughing about that. Joe's like, I just, every time there was like some majestic display, Joe would look over and be like, I just don't know. I just really, they, they didn't have to do this. Like they're going, I mean, I appreciate it, but I think they're going a little too far. They could have, they didn't have to honor me to this extent, but I appreciate it. And then he'd be sort of waving to the people. So. <laughs> oh, well, that was a good night. That was the day he came back. That was the beginning of the end. He would never leave Australia. After that. <sighs> I always wonder what kind of tree it was. I always kind of wonder what kind of tree it was that they found him. Swinging under. He became the Jolly Swagman. Became the Jolly Swagman. This It's funny how Waltzing Matilda... Funny how Waltzing Matilda, which I'm going to play now for Joe. It's funny how it uh, it kind of describes Joe's fate. I just hope I get a good version of it. I'm not going to have Johnny Cash singing. I don't want Slim Dusty singing. I don't want an Aussie singing it. Let's try this one. I'm going to take one from Australia. I don't know. I just want an Aussie singing it because it's an Aussie song. Oh, square. This ad will end in four seconds. Thank you. Solitary confinement. Holy. Sponsored by Square. And they think I'm French. Okay. Now, here we go. Waltzing Matilda for Joe. That's not gonna be, that's not the one for Joe. I'm not having that dedicated to Joe. That's a crappy, come on, this might be better. Waltzing Matilda is a song about an Australian hobo, I guess you'd call him. Sung by Rolf Harris, why not? He takes all his meager belongings wrapped up in an old blanket, which is strung across his shoulders with an old piece of twine. And this is called his swag, hence the name Swagman. Now, affectionately or otherwise, he refers to the swag as Matilda, like his only companion. And as he wanders through the bush tracks, he finds himself talking to it as if it's a real person. So the term waltzing Matilda has nothing to do with dancing at all. It means, in fact, carrying this thing on your back through the long, lonely stretches of the Australian bush. A couple of other terms quickly. Pay attention because I will be asking questions afterwards about this. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of other terms. Uh, a billabong is a pool of deep water. A billy is a little tin can to boil a tea in. A jumbuck is a sheep. A uh, tucker bag is a bag for carrying tucker. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, food bag is tucker. Tucker is food. It's food. Sound like a knapsack. Um, what else? The squatter is the big landowner. <laughs> That's enough. Let's get on with this one. Once a jolly swagman camped by a billabong, 
under the shade of the coolabar tree. And he sang as he watched and waited till his billy boil. No, nope. sorry. No, nope. sorry, Rolf. No, no, that's not the way to sing Waltzing Matilda. Can somebody, can we find some version of somebody to complete sing? We've got Rod Stewart singing it. Irish Rovers, John Williamson. Holy cow, so many people. John McDermott, that's the band played Waltzing Matilda. The Seekers, Jeepers, I don't know. CMC Rocks, the Irish Rovers. I'm just going to play the Irish Rovers. They're probably close. Jeepers, can't find any Aussies singing. Anyway. When the swaggy man took to the road with his blanket roll, he was said to be humping the bluey or waltzing his Matilda. It's like nobody understands. Nobody understands the tragedy of this song. And neither man nor woman ventured out without one. Slung over the pack pony, hanging from the camel or an end of an old stick, with a quart pot dangling from the strap. No, sorry, no, no, I'm not having this one either. Irish Rovers, you don't get it either. I can tell by the tone. Let's try John Williamson. I don't know who that is, but this looks like a, it's a country music channel. Hmm. What should I do? Maybe I'll try number three. This is the third page, and the band played Waltz and Waltz and Matilda. What is it? Waltzing Matilda, Liam Clancy. Now when I was, I just want to, I just want someone to play it that doesn't have to tell a little folky story about it. Just play the song, Waltzing Matilda. Well, let's try Liam. Nope. Waltzing Matilda vocal version. Let's try this one. Who knows? Andre Rieu. That doesn't sound very Aussie. No, I can't. Anyway, maybe. Wow. Pepsi Zero Sugar. No, no. Sorry, not gonna sit through that. This has been an interesting, In Search of Waltzing Matilda, Solitary Confinement in a Digital Age. Was it a tea tree? Was it a eucalyptus tree? Was it a wattle tree? I just wonder about Joe. What tree did he seek? What tree did he, what tree did he tie? What tree did he tie the noose to? This might be one. Australian troops marching to Waltzing Matilda. I hope it's not a band. He's a, he's a vagabond. He steals a sheep so he can eat. And then they set the law on him. And these are actual Australian soldiers marching in some bygone era, singing and whistling Waltzing Matilda as they march. And they're just passing through. There's thousands of them. And it's a fitting farewell to my brother Joe, who was in the Australian Army, who was a lieutenant in the Australian Army when he died. 
Huh, they don't sing the suicide part. Interesting. That's over. That's so interesting. Wow. It's being censored. Let's try John Williams in the country music. You know it'll have lyrics. Anyway, it's a sad song. Once a jolly swagman can buy a billabong under the shade of Billabong. Yes, Australia! This is your version, Joe. I've got the swaggy and rapping with the and he sang as he stowed that young buck in his other bag. You'll come all lost in the tears. Sing it now. Lost in the tears. Lost in the tears. You'll come all lost in the tears with me. And he sang as he stowed that young buck in his other bag. You'll come all lost in the tears. Wanna hear the black smile tell things down came the swallow, mounted on his thoroughbred. Up came the troopers, one, two, three. Balls of bubble, jump box, little bubble, walk on the way. Come on, one, two, black sand in the I'm so glad I saw that. And his ghost may be heard as you pass by that billabong. You'll come a waltzing There's a Tilda with me. Solitary confinement in a digital age. A very emotional moment for me just there. And I'm glad I had it. And I'm glad I'm taking this time to reflect upon my brother. It's healthy for me. Fourth cinema. Ah, 
My brother was in the Australian Army, but he was anti-war. He did not. Some of his journalism for the uh, Rockhampton Morning Bulletin reflects that. Especially his Anzac Day coverage, where he quotes the song. Um, and the band played Waltzing Matilda, which is a sequel. Well, it's not a sequel. It's another, it's another folk song. It was one of Joe's favorites. And... Uh, I'm going to play that in a second here. That will be the two songs to play on today's episode for Joe. I guess it is an episode for Joe today. Solitary confinement in digital age. In search of waltzing Matilda, we found a great version. I just found that wonderful version of all the young Australians. It must have been in Tamworth or something. It was like a country music. It was a huge country music festival. John Williamson. I'd never heard of him. I guess he's an Aussie country music singer. It's all those young people belting out Waltzing Matilda. Ah. Nice. Very nice. Well, got Casper's last aspirin now. This is down to her last aspirin. That means a shopping trip is going to be warranted, right? You know when I get that little case, I come and give you a nice big chunk of food, don't I? There you go. The last aspirin for the little baby. For now. And anyway, my uh, I should like to say, and perhaps I'm going to use that for the picture for this album. I think I will. It'll be the uh, patch that after my brother passed away was designed in his honor for one JPAU, which is the uh, public affairs unit of the Australian Army. They do the newspaper, the TV, the website. They do all the PR. My brother was in that. He was the chief of staff for the Australian Army newspaper. Uh, when, at the time that he tiptoed off. Uh, and after he passed away, one, a member of his, uh, his unit, who's also a graphic designer, designed a patch for him. And they printed out these patches uh, that the public affairs, they're called 1JPALU, and it's named the Joey. They're named the Joey is their mascot, and the Joey is a double, has a double meaning. And as it explains in, in this, uh, I'm going to get it, as it explains in this honor that my brother received, uh, the Joey is partly named after him, Joey, Joseph Ternowetsky, and also it's a baby kangaroo. Let me go and get that. Oh, the first joint public affairs unit. So here it is. is a, I'll take a picture of it, but first I'm going to read it. Then it was, uh, who was it designed by? Anyway, I'll read you what the inscription says on this plaque we have, and it has one of the little pins that you'd sew into your sleeve of your jacket on it. The first joint public affairs unit, one JPAU. Kangaroo Joey patch was created by Corporal, I guess, CPL Chris Moore as a morale patch to promote 1JPAU internally and externally. <clears throat> the 1JPAU patch 
is comprised of the unit's official name, first joint public affairs unit as the top of the patch. Using a variation on the famous Australian boxing kangaroo nicknamed Joey, after a fallen Australian Army Public Affairs Service officer, Lieutenant Joseph Ternowetsky. The boxing kangaroo is notorious with Australia, and I'd like to point out that Joe had a boxing tattoo on his arm, which he got as a child still, I believe, at Argyle School in Regina, Saskatchewan. He went and snuck off and got a boxing tattoo, boxing kangaroo tattooed on his arm, a huge one. And anyway, the boxing kangaroo is notorious with Australia, and the kangaroo with the Australian military, as it can't move backwards, always advances. I would suggest that's a technological deficiency, but I mean, <clears throat> the kangaroo moves fast and bounces around the landscape. Um, just like most of the photographers at 1JPAU, constantly on the move, traveling all over Australia and the world, the red gloves represent the blood spilt on the many battlefields, conflicts, disaster, relief efforts, and humanitarian efforts that 1JPAU have been a part of, have visited, recorded, and continue to do so in the future. He wears a high-holstered Browning 9mm pistol, which is standard issue with all 1JPAU combat military photographers. He holds a still camera in his right hand. A video camera is beside him to his left. All standard equipment for combat military photographers with a military camera team, blah, blah, blah. The Southern Cross on the patch... Anyway, that's all they say about Joe. But isn't it nice? We've got that thing. And I'm going to take a picture of it right now as the episode. And I'm going to play the band played in a moment here. I'm going to play the band played Waltzing Matilda. Just going to try to click. Just let me click the photo here. Well, the photo didn't really work, but that's okay. I might put a different photo on this episode for my dear little, dear little Joe. It's so nice to think about him. I'm going to take this patch up to the study in a moment. Um, but I'm glad I mentioned that about his, uh, anyway. I'm going to play the song the band played Waltzing Matilda. And the version I'm going to play of this is by the Pogues, because it's an, I know it's a version that Joe loved. And, uh. This is a this is an anti kind of an anti. Uh, it's kind of an anti-war. It's just a beautiful song, written by Eric Bogle. And I, once Ragu and I thought Ragu told me this was written by um, <clears throat> the guy who wrote Dirty Old Town, but that's a different story. But anyway, that's a different story. I also swear Ragu once told me that panjo and lefty is written by bob dylan but anyway that's where good disputes that vehemently I, I, given the, an assessment of the facts I, I i don't really have any reason to doubt that he would have that his, his version is correct but many went without frosting i'm more concerned yes i'm more concerned as to why i would think that i suppose but anyway sanity's not a virtue here is the pogues with a band played waltzing matilda in honor of my brother joe what who would have been 42 years old today. The young man I carry my pack And I live the free life of a rover From the Murray's green basin To the dusty outback I waltz my Matilda all over 
1915, my country said, son, it's time to stop rambling, cause there's work to be done. So they gave me a tin hand and they gave me a gun and they sent me away to the war. And the band play waltzing Matilda as we sailed away from the Kai. And amidst all the tears and the shouts and the cheers, we sailed on for Galen. Oh, well, I remember that terrible day when the blood stained the sand and the water. And how in that hell that they call so lovely, we were butchered like lambs at the slaughter. Johnny Turkey was ready, he primed himself well. He showered us with bullets and he rained us with shells. And in five minutes flat, he blown us all to hell. And then he blew us right back to Australia. And the band played Waltzing Matilda. As we stopped to bury our slime. And we buried ours. And the Turks buried theirs. And it started all over again. I'd like to mention that my brother's ashes are at Gallipoli in Turkey, where this song is singing about the survive. And that mad world of the blood and fire. And for seven long weeks, I kept myself alive. All the corpses around me piled higher. Then a big Turkish shell knocked me out over tech. And when I awoke in my hospital bed, and saw what it had done. Christ, I wish I was dead. Never knew there were worse things than dying. And no more I'll go waltzing Matilda to the green bushes so far and near. For the hands and some pegs, a manifold leg. No more waltzing Matilda for me.
But I collected the cripples, the wounded and mine, and I shipped us back home to Australia. The legless, the armless, the blind and insane, the proud wounded heroes of the world. And as our ship pulled into circular key, I looked at the place where my legs used to be. And thank Christ, there was nobody waiting for me to grieve and to mourn and to pity. And the band played what they would tell as they carried us down the gangway. But nobody cheered, they just stood and stared, and they turned their faces away. And now every April I sit on my porch and I watch the parade pass before me. I see my old comrades, how proudly they march, reliving the dreams of past glory. I see the old men all twisted and torn, the forgotten heroes of a forgotten war. And a young people ask me, what are they marching for? And I ask myself the same question. And the band plays waltzing Matilda And the old men still answer the call But year after year Their numbers get fewer Someday no one will march there well, sing sing Oh, yes, and as I mentioned during the song, rather. Interruptingly, Joe is there in Gallipoli. He's scattered. His ashes are scattered. And I have a hat that they're showing at the end of this thing. That's just irrelevant. And I have a hat. Anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. I'm going to drink some cha, cha pila, think about my brother a little, and just calm down, take some deep breaths, and enjoy my day. And I hope you enjoy yours. Peace and love from solitary confinement in a digital age.